Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. Today, we're going to listen to more Paramartha Guru stories. But before we go there, we just want to ask you, have you checked out our website, forallourkids.com? That is forallourkids.com. Just so you know, we are looking for submissions of children's original artwork to be displayed in our children's gallery, and we're also looking for children's writing for the writing corner. If your child is interested, do send in his or her work to submissions at forallourkids.com. That is submissions at forallourkids.com. You can find the information on our website too. And now to the story. After the episode of The Price of a Horse's Shadow, Paramatta Guru and his disciples had a restful night at the village inn. The following morning, all the villagers came to seek the Guru's blessings and bid him farewell. The Guru and his disciples made good time on their feet and reached the outskirts of the next village. They decided to set up camp and rest for a while. Now Madayan, he was a curious fellow. He walked away from the camp and explored the field around him. At a distance, he saw a lake and beside it an Ayanar temple. And he walked over to take a closer look. Now Ayanar is a guardian deity and it is common to see Ayanar temples just before you enter villages in Tamil Nadu. The temple has many statues of animals particularly the horse. These statues are quite majestic with beautiful decorations. When Marian went closer, he saw the reflection of the horse statue in the water. And guess what? He thought that the reflection was a real horse. Yes, really. The horse was so striking that at first he was a bit nervous. He picked up a pebble and threw it on the reflection. Naturally, the pebble created ripples in the water. Marian thought the horse was moving. It didn't really come near him, but it was moving fast. That much he could see. Marian was excited and he ran to his guru and said, Sir, sir, our wish is going to be fulfilled. You will soon be able to ride a horse and go wherever you want. The others dropped what they were doing and surrounded him. Hey, you'd think that they would have learned from all their previous experiences. But no. Where is this horse? How are we getting it? questioned Paramartha. Master, there's a lake not too far from here. The horse is in there. Swimming. Come with me. I will show it to you. If we capture it, our problem will be solved. We can get you a horse without spending too much money. Let me warn you, though. It is a huge horse. The six of them plotted again 
and plodded to the lake. The horse's reflection in the water was impressive. Not one among the six could pick up that it wasn't the real thing. They began to throw around ideas to catch the horse. Matti said, Oh, Guru, horses eat horse gram. Let me cook some horse gram and leave it along the shore. When the flavor of the cooked food reaches it, the horse will come out of the water to eat it. It will be easy for us to catch it. In case you are wondering, horse gram is a kind of dal or lentil that is used as horse feed. Pei, they thought he had a better idea. It takes a long time to cook horse gram. My idea is better. It is quicker to cut grass and roll it into a big bundle. If we dangle it in front of the horse, it is sure to come out and eat. Not wanting to be outdone, Milecha added his piece. Both are bad ideas. It'll take a long time, and we don't want to be waiting here for so long. Let us sit here and neigh together. The horse will think that there are other horses nearby. It will come out of the lake to make friends. Hmm, if these are good ideas, I shudder to think what their bad ideas would be like. Marian said, my idea is even better. We can lead a buffalo to the water to muddy it. That will irritate the horse. It will leave the murky water and come ashore. Mudan remained silent. What happens if you become quiet? What do the people around you do? They ask you, hey, what's the matter? Why are you so quiet? Hmm? That's what happened with Mudan. You are very quiet. Do you have a plan, Mudan? The guru asked. Mudan did have an idea. We can catch the horse just like we catch fish. Let us tie our sickle to one end of our turban and the other end to a walking stick. We'll use leftover rice as bait and throw it in in the water. The horse will come out of the lake to eat the rice and the sickle will hook it in. We can pull it out. The guru said, That is an excellent idea, Muda. Take my turban and the walking stick. So Muda quickly used the walking stick and the turban cloth and the sickle to make a fishing rod. And he put plenty of rice on the sickle and threw it into the water. He sat on the shore waiting and watching. A school of fish came to eat the rice, creating lots of tiny little ripples. Muda thought that the horse was coming their way. The heavy sickle sank and became entangled in the grass and clay at the bottom of the lake. Muda could not pull it out. He yelled out to his friends, The horse is hooked. It is so big that I am not able to pull it out. Come help me, please. And so, with Muda in the front and the guru at the end, they all pulled. The turban tore loose, leaving the sickle stuck in the mud. The disciples lost their balance 
and landed on their guru. He couldn't bear the pain. A farmer had been observing these strange goings-on from a distance. He came over to find out what the matter was. The disciples told him all that had happened. The guru moaned, It is my desire, my desire to own a horse that causes all these problems. At first, I lost money. Then, I lost my turban and sickle. And finally, I have this unbearable pain. Unfortunately, the farmer began to laugh loudly. The disciples were cross. Here they were, disappointed and in pain. And here is this man laughing at them. I don't blame the farmer, do you? The man explained. What you saw in the water was actually the reflection of the horse statue in the temple. There is no way that reflection is going to come out of the lake. Marian didn't believe him. Ah, when I threw a pebble on the horse, it moved. It is real, Mooden said. If it is only the reflection, how did the hook sink in? We pulled the fishing line and the turban cloth ripped. How can you explain that away if this is just a reflection? The farmer was surprised at how little these people understood the physical world. I must make them understand the truth, he thought to himself. In the meantime, the water in the lake became still. The reflection of the horse was seen. The farmer had an idea. He told them to wait and wash the reflection without throwing anything into the water. He went to the temple and stood next to the statue. Now the disciples and the guru saw his reflection next to the horse. Finally, the truth sunk in. There was no horse, just a reflection. Paramartha and his disciples understood the truth. Paramartha once again began to moan and groan and grumble about his bad luck. He lost his money, his turban and his health, all to get a horse that wasn't there. This is the end of our story today. Paramartha and his disciples never seem to learn. Don't you think that it is really strange? Guess what? Next week is another episode with a horse. This time, it's about a lame horse. Do come back and listen to us. Until then, goodbye from all of us at forallourkids.com. Thank you.